Glory. Tabernacle of David. Amos 9.11 In that day I will raise up the tabernacle of David, the fallen hut or booth, and close up its breaches, and I will raise up its ruins, and I will build it as in the days of old, that they may possess the remnant of Edom and of all the nations that are called by my name, says the Lord who does this. Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, that the plowman shall overtake the reaper, and the treader of grapes, him who sows the seed. And the mountains shall drop sweet wine, and all the hills shall melt. That is, everything heretofore barren and unfruitful shall overflow with spiritual blessing. And I will bring back the exiles of my people Israel, and they shall build the waste cities and inhabit them, and they shall plant vineyards and drink the wine from them. They shall also make gardens and eat the fruit of them. And I will plant them upon their land, and they shall no more be torn up out of their land, which I gave them, says the Lord your God. The Tabernacle of David. This is the open ark of the days of Noah. And this is the full removal of the unrenewed mind by the tongues of fire, the fulfillment of Pentecost and the fulfillment of the tabernacle of David by the power of our Father's words. Speaking in tongues, your spirit is actually releasing the Father's words through your spirit man to rest upon everyone's carnal brains, also known in the Bible as the animal soul. Scripture calls the carnal mind the animal soul, and the spiritual mind is the mind of Christ. When you are infants in Christ, you are transitioning out of the carnal animal soul, which is the flesh that counts for nothing, and you're transitioning into the spiritual mind of Christ to be controlled by the river of life, which is divine intelligence. John 7.38, out of your belly flows the mind of Christ. Seven colors in the rainbow. The rainbow that rains in Noah's day. Forty days of rain, which means the end of the wilderness, the end of the carnal mind, the end of the animal soul. You've had animal souls in leadership of Christianity for thousands of years. Literally. Pretending like they're mature, but they're still in the carnal mind. Look, look at all my doctorates. Look at how smart I am in the flesh. It's the flesh. Brain matter is the only flesh that counts for nothing. John chapter 6, the flesh counts for zero. God only works through the inner man of the human spirit, and everything that's not through the inner man of the human spirit is garbage. It's Gamaliel. It's murder, it's Cain, it's anti-Christ. Amen. When Paul said he counted all of his formal religious education under the Jewish rabbi Gamaliel as utter garbage, he was talking about all the religious learning of the exterior man. To be trained of Christ. And he said, to know Christ. The word know means to be intimate with inside you, in the garden of your heart, in the secret place, in the stairway of the third heaven. The third heaven stairway, Jacob's ladder, is not outside. 
Jacob's ladder in the third heaven stairway is in you. Even in the Gospels, Jesus was saying, what are you doing looking around for the kingdom? He was rebuking them. Acts chapter 1, the angels rebuking the apostles. What are you doing looking up into the sky for the kingdom? Like, are you still so dull? The kingdom is within you. It's an internal kingdom. God the Father's only working through your inner man in the new covenant for 2,000 years, and anyone that's been working in the external man is a sorcerer and a witch of Satan and his angels 100% of the time. Gamaliel taught people how to be murderers. Look at the fruit. You will know wisdom by her children. The religious realm of the external, her sons teach people how to murder people if they don't know the same information as them. What? What, what kind of barbaric religion are we talking about here? It's barbaric. New Covenant Christianity is only within. Only. And then it overflows. Psalm says in Psalms 23, my cup overflows. Why? Because David was operating as a New Covenant priest. He was a priest forever in the order of Melchizedek, Psalms 110. His cup was overflowing. A forerunner and a pioneer of the eternal priesthood of the third heaven on earth. A priest and a, con and a king and a judge, a son of God. Hello! Is anybody awake out there? <laughs> We're restoring the tabernacle of David, which is restoring the fortunes of Zion returning the glory to the new covenant of Christ in you. The glory. Not Christ outside you, the witchcraft. Christ outside you is the angel of light that deceives. That's how Satan deceived everyone that was deceived in the first century. And John had to tell you in 1 John 4, 4, Hey guys, greater is he who's in you than the lying religious devil that's in the world. Because they're all following these devils out there telling them they're Jesus. You notice that? 99% of Christians in the world follow devils. How can you say that? Because they're external. They're Gamaliel. They're following external Jesuses that are no Jesuses at all. External Gospels that are no Gospels at all. They're Gospels of devils. That's why there's no internal fruitfulness and not a single one knows Christ in them. Not a single one has realized the glory. Every little worker of iniquity, doer of their own thing, and every sandcastle in the external realm is offended by the real gospel in 2019 because only the Holy Spirit can work internally. And if the outer man can't control it, they'll condemn it. Just like we see all these mega ministries lately. We've seen it with the mega ministries on the East Coast this week. We've seen it with the mega ministries on the West Coast this week. Condemning this gospel. People are messaging me, I can't believe this big, big wig of the charismatic church called you out by name. This week they're telling me that from the East Coast and the West Coast of the USA. It's like, wow, little little kid with an internet show that big of a threat? Well, because I'm coming with the real gospel. And, and because of your false gospel, I've still lived in a hole in, in hell for the last 11 years, like David in caves. And we're coming out of the cave of Abdullah, 
and we're taking the throne of Zion and we're going to have open ark worship of the throne of grace on earth and the throne of our Father manifesting by the rising in our hearts. That's how God actually comes to earth is by rising in our hearts, by internal transfiguration and these mega charismatic Christian ministries are still all external thieves. Thieves! Because you haven't known Him inside and your lamps aren't full. So when someone comes with the true gospel of God, of the new covenant, which is your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, and we finally have all the revelations to teach it, to produce it, they're freaking out and their devils are freaking out. Because we're about to restore the actual expression of Christianity of the first century that was murdered by fallen angels. This was, it was murdered by the same fallen angels that took out the apostles and fed them to lions in Rome. The same fallen angels are on these people's heads that murder the true gospel, that murder the inner man and keep you stuck in a false gospel of the outer man. Hallelujah. But the great shepherd shall lead them to the springs of the waters of life. Revelation chapter 7. The great shepherd, hallelujah, of the sheep that actually loves you. They will work in your eternal spirit man. And I know I'm not alone. I know there is 6,000 in Israel that haven't bowed their knees to the bales. Amen. There's 6,000 in Israel that haven't bowed their knees to an external, Jezebelic, lying, demon-possessed, false gospel. That it's about your animal soul and not the mind of Christ. You demonized witches. And that's exactly how it is. These people would lie to you forever and keep you infants in Christ. They would minister to your brain and not your spirit for tens of thousands of years if God didn't raise up the sons of God in this day. To say, we're done with your infancy in Christ. We're done changing your diapers. 75 years in infancy salvation gospel messages that do nothing for your spirit, that never develop your spirit. You never grow. You never get attached to the tree of life. It's always hope deferred making the heart sick. God's always out there busy doing something. Maybe he went to the bathroom. Maybe he's on vacation. And we're cutting ourselves every day because we've been taught false gospels. Seriously. And God's done looking at the situation of people wasting their lives because no one's been taught accurately the New Testament scriptures of Christ in you, the glory and the springs of Eden rising in your hearts so your brains are not wandering in dry, arid places in the natural realm. But we found the Ark of the New Testament in our own hearts. It's been buried within us. We found the Ark. It's not out there. It's in us. And our souls are coming home. Our minds are coming home. And the, and the madness of religion is over. The madness of looking for Him in the wilderness. The bride of Song of Solomon getting raped by the night watchmen who never tell her the truth of where Jesus actually is. He's in you. He's not out there. And they molest the Shulamite. And they take advantage of the bride. Always giving them carrot on a stick ministry. Formulas, rituals, rites 
turning our people into witches of the magic arts instead of Christians of the springs of life. And they get beat up because they're taught by devils. People perishing for lack of revelation knowledge. The knowledge of the glory shall cover the earth as the waters cover the sea. Where is the knowledge of the glory? It comes in the springs by intimacy with our Heavenly Father in our own hearts. You are taught of Christ in you. Amen? And our job as the sons of God is to restore everyone's mind to where he is so you can come out of the wilderness of the external lying magic arts and lying tongues into Christ in you, leaning on your beloved, leaning your whole entire personality on Christ within you. And then it gets easy. Then you come out of the wilderness. That's what happens. That's how you go from technon, infant in Christ in the wilderness, that you're living out of your head looking for him. Where is he? Where is he? It's so hard. I've tried so hard. I pray in tongues. I fast. I do everything. For years and years and years, that's all I hear, day and night, night and day. It's just I'm trying. And, and then it's like, whoa, oh my God, he's right there. I've been looking for him on the outside. He's been on the inside the whole time. And your mind realizes the glory. And when your mind switches or repents from external to internal, that's when the journey into the promised land begins. That's when you come out of the wilderness leaning on your beloved. That's when you begin to have intimacy with your King, Jesus Christ, within you. And the springs of the waters of life will lead you. Amen. What are they going to lead you to? Well, after you find Jesus on the inside, guess what? They lead you to the Father. That's right. That's when it really gets sweet. Hallelujah. And the Father will lead you to the revelation of the New Jerusalem. You first know the Son, then you know the Father, and then you know the Kingdom and what everything in the Kingdom works. That's exactly how it works for everyone in real Christianity. The Spirit of God leads you to the Son of God. And where's the Son of God? In you. You come out of the wilderness leaning on your beloved and your mind realizes the Son of God, the King of glory, Jesus Christ is in me. That's what the Bible says over and that's the new covenant. You have to find Him within your innermost being, within your belly. And then the springs begin to renew your mind. And as you know Him, you know Jesus, now you begin to know the Father. Jesus leads you to the Father. And then you know the Father. As it's written, they'll have the name of Jesus written on them, and they'll have the name of the Father written on them, and then they'll have the name of the New Jerusalem. What is it? What does it mean? What's the riddle? What's the dark speech there, John on Patmos? What is this symbolic of? It's the revelation of the Son, then the revelation of the Father, then the revelation of the abilities of the Father, which is the four living creatures, all the two-thirds of the angels obeying your every word, ruling and reigning over the nations, everything the new Jerusalem can do, everything the kingdom of heaven is, can do when your mind's renewed and has all the revelation of the Son and the Father and the new Jerusalem. That's Huyo's mature sonship. That's where you're going. Every single one of you will grow up into that. The Holy Spirit leads you to the revelation of the Son. The Holy Spirit leads you to Jesus. And the Holy Spirit leads you to Jesus Christ in you. The Holy Spirit will not lead you to a Christ that's outside you. Those are familiar spirits. Those are religious spirits. Those are wicked, sorcery, lying spirits. 
They will lead you on rabbit trails and false holy spirits will ruin your entire lives if you're stuck in the false prophet of the external. That's Jezebel. It's the realm of Satan's stars that fell from heaven. That's what's wrong with so many people. Why they get insane is because they've been following Jezebel and not the spirit of prophecy. The spirit of prophecy is in your belly. And it springs up from within you. And the springs of the spirit of prophecy, Christ in you, the kingdom of heaven within you. So you're coming out of the external to the internal. The Holy Spirit will always lead you to Christ in you. Revelation leads you to Christ in you. The word of the Spirit of truth leads you to Christ in you. doesn't lead you to Christ outside you. Christ outside you is the angel of light that deceives. Let everyone come out of the wilderness of the angel of light that deceives. The serpent in the wilderness. Amen. There's no serpents in the promised land. Once your brain is fully submitted to the authority of the Father within your own spirit man, because that's where God only dwells, through your inner man, and once your whole mind is repented of the external to the internal, and you know the Father on the inside, you are in the promised land. You cannot be deceived by demons ever again. You can't. Because you know you have so much revelation, all you can do is be persecuted and murdered like you've seen what they've done towards Red Letter Ministries. Because I can't be deceived anymore. I have too much revelation of the Son, too much revelation of the Father, too much revelation of the New Jerusalem. All they can do is smear our name, call us all these names. They call us every name in the book. Ministers on the glory stream have done everything they can to destroy Red Letter Ministries to no avail because they're kicking against the pricks. They're actually fighting God the Father in the New Jerusalem. So we have to live in unconditional love and forgiveness towards them, and we actually just have done that for like 10 years of constant mistreatment. Amen. So people that just come around new and they see this little persecution now, you have no idea. You guys are clueless. It's been nonstop animosity towards us for literally 20 years since the day I got born again. And this destiny is so gigantic to restore the tabernacle of David that the enemy is desperate to turn anyone they can against us. So you'll, you'll be messaged, your, your friends will go crazy on you, your family will go crazy, until their animal soul becomes the mind of Christ. They'll go nuts on you because they're living out of the curse of the fall. And what can the dead have to do with the living? God's separating the living from the dead. He wants to remove death from you. He wants to get you out of your carnal mind into the mind of Christ. And the mind of Christ is the river of life coming out of your belly, flowing as springs and rivers of eternal life. Do you realize that the woman at the well was thirsty, meaning she was humbled by life. All it takes is humility. The pride of life will condemn the true gospel and you'll live in a false gospel of fallen angels your whole life. But if you are actually thirsty for the real gospel, John chapter 4 says this woman was thirsty for Jesus. And she was going after natural water, and that's why she'd had five husbands, because she was looking in the natural realm. And then Jesus said, out of your belly will flow springs. You know, here's a, a drink of the glory of God and now it will spring up in your heart unto eternal life, woman. And you'll never need to look for the adultery and the satisfactions in, in a man, you know, and in, in the curse of the fall, which is desiring the man. Genesis chapter 3, amen? The woman's curse was, you're going to desire man now. And it's like, well, now you're going to desire God now and be free from the slavery of men. So you don't need to be a prostitute in Nevada. You don't need to sell out and suck up to men and businessmen and prostitute yourself and make compromises and all of the curses of the fall that are enforced by fallen angels, according to Genesis chapter 3. You can come out of all of the curses of death and hell by submitting to the man, Christ Jesus, who's the springs of the waters of life in your heart, and be done with the world system, be done with Babylon the Great, and enter the kingdom, and God the Father will father you now, and you can be like Mary Magdalene. 
Amen? Whom Jesus Christ drove out seven demons so that the seven spirits of God could fill her soul. Amen? So she's now dependent on the greater one in her and no longer prostituting herself to the weaker, perverted one that's in the world. Amen. Come on, somebody. Perverted. The external gospel is perverted. Every single one of them is a Shulamite molester. Every single one of them has taken advantage of the bride of Christ. They are the night watchmen. The night watchmen in Song of Solomon are the ones who have taught you external, preached to you, taught to you, you know, told all, all these lies to you for your entire Christian lives. And they've turned you against the friends of the bridegroom. They've turned you against the champions of his marriage carriage, the sons of God. And then you see Solomon coming out with the champions of Israel. Those are the sons of God. And Jesus Christ is in the carriage, the marriage carriage, the chariot of fire. And we are those champions of grace around his marriage carriage, making sure that no one ever gets molested again by the night watchmen and false external gospels. Amen. Read the book of Song of Solomon in the context of the revelation of the sons of God and the revelation of God the Father and the revelation of the New Jerusalem and the revelation of the tabernacle of David and all the glory of Zion through your hearts and minds and be encapsulated now in the tabernacle of David so you never lose to the fallen angels ever again. Amen. That's what, what's coming forth now. A devil-free zone in Minneapolis in every place where the sons of God are received. And if they're not received, wipe the dust off your feet. And because that place will be utterly destroyed. It's true. Any place where the sons of God are received and honored as sons of God the Father in the tabernacle of David and in the, in the glory of Zion, those places will have rain. They'll have the reign of Christ. They'll have the reign of prosperity. They'll have the reign of the olive tree. But every place that rejects the sons of God, they're rejecting the marriage carriage itself and the 60 champions of Israel that surround the, the carriage of Solomon. I tell you the truth. We are the friends of the bridegroom. We are the sons of the living God. And we know who we are, and we've been mistreated every day because of it. And we don't care. It comes with the territory. But now it's time to restore the fortunes of Zion and restore all things. And all the mistreatment will turn into double honor. All the lying and verbal abuse and the wickedness of Satan and his angels and the religious animal souls will be washed into the lake of fire. It will be. And you will see plainly with your own eyes those who have served God the Father internally and those who have served Satan externally. That's the wheat and the tares. What are the wise and the foolish? The wise were full of oil internally. They were full of oil. But the foolish had no oil internally. They were God outside minded. The ones that are washed into the lake of fire, the false brethren, are all the ones that pretended to know God on the outside. But you can't know God on the outside. This is the new covenant. This is not the old covenant. We only know God on the inside by the springs coming out of our innermost being intimacy in the third heaven stairway of the heart. So it's time to repent because anyone that doesn't repent and know God internally will go to hell because they've never known God anyway. They've, their hearts have always been an open grave of religion and of demons their entire lives. So you have to repent and change your heart to know Christ living on the inside. The springs of intimacy, the springs of Eden. Amen? The temples of the Holy Spirit, the greater one in you. And the pure in heart see God. 
So if your heart's not pure, you won't see God. You'll be looking for God and you'll be, Jezebel will be giving you visions externally. Jezebel will give you dreams externally. Jezebel's the false prophet. She'll give you false dreams. She'll give you false visions. She'll give you false words. And she'll, teach, she'll put carrots on a stick in front of everyone's heads and parade them around like zombies in the natural realm. <laughs> so that they'll never have any fruit. And, and they always get sicker and sicker in their heart because they're following the false prophet of the external and with all the lying signs and wonders that accompany the false prophet with the frogs coming out of their mouth. Hallelujah. Cheers, Anya. Yeah, Shaka. God loves messing with people. I got my Pepe shirt on today. Hallelujah. But guess what? The frogs are in paradise. But I'm not talking about the, amphibi- the amphibians of the false prophet and the lust spirits of Jezebel. So you're going to have to get your animal soul crucified to discern the mature things of God out of the mind of Christ in your own belly. Because you cannot discern out of the skull. The flesh can't discern anything correctly. The flesh is always wrong. The flesh is only good to be crucified where? At Golgotha, the place of the skull. If the skull is not crucified with Christ, every spiritual thing that happens to you your entire life will be a lie. Because it's carnal. Carnal religion is Leviathan and Jezebel and witchcraft and pride. It's all Satan and his angels. Real Christianity is only in the river. There's no Christianity that's ever been real except in the river of life. Even in the Old Testament, they said Ezekiel 47, there's no real Judaism except in the river. Ezekiel was preaching that in the Old Covenant, that all these false hypocrite Pharisee devils back then that were murdering the prophets were a bunch of vipers. In the New Covenant, it's exactly the same with just a zero-tolerance policy for these Pharisee snakes in the sand pretending to be Christian leaders but are not submitted to the throne of God and the Lamb and the river that proceeds from God the Father. Our authority and our power and our name and our tabernacle of David and our covering and the shelter of the Almighty shall be over us and through us and within us and about us and below us and all the angels of Mount Zion today and forevermore. And we shall no longer be stolen from by the external hypocrites of religion who pretend to be brothers but are actually sorcerers of the magic arts. In the name of Jesus Christ, partner with Red Letter Ministries, sow right into the tabernacle of David and the glory of Zion and rape from heavenly Jerusalem when you donate to Red Letter Ministries. RedLetterMen.com. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.